Directors, I want to talk um, just briefly out of Jude. And if you're looking for Jude, it's the book before Revelation. Yeah. Was it the Beatles saying, hey, Jude? How bad is it when a Beatles song comes to mind more than the Bible? But, you know, shows off we talk out of Jude, isn't it? But there's a reason that we don't talk a lot of Jude. We haven't heard a lot out of Jude until sort of now. I'm going to drop this down a bit. It's because Jude's one of those books that if you're not stepping into heaven, it's a little confronting. It's one of those books that really, like you read through it and you go, oh, how does that work? And Jude refers a lot to the Old Testament and brings it into the New Testament and um, takes on things that nobody else talks about. Like he talks about Moses and, you know, Michael the archangel fighting with the devil over Moses' body. And I guess historically in the church we have known what to do with that. It's like, okay then. But there's some really powerful stuff in Jude, and um, it's a whole one chapter. So you know, if you want to read through, doing you read through the Bible, you can knock Jude off. Yes, I've done a whole book. Whoa! So you can actually read the whole of Jude and get you know, jump on whatever social media platform and go read a whole book of the Bible today, and you're done. But verse 17, he talks about. Um, he says, Beloved, remember the words that were previously spoken by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ. They said to you, in the last days there will be scoffers who will walk after their own ungodly desires. These are the men who cause divisions, sensual, devoid of the Spirit. And there's a lot of that going on, yeah? And it's really easy to focus on that. It's really easy to see evil and to focus on evil and to make evil your drive. And when you start to do that, you start to actually walk in fear rather than faith. And it actually is designed to pull you down to here rather than being seeing things from a heavenly perspective. And that's, that's Satan's tactic. He's here to steal, kill and destroy. And he does that by pulling us out of heavenly places and gives us a framework that's only here on earth and we start to see things from an earthly perspective and they start to look really big. And they start to look impossible, and we start to look like we can't break through. And that's his plan, because when you start doing that, then you start walking in fear, and fear is as powerful as faith. Yeah? That if you start walking in fear, and you start framing up fear, like Job says, what I fear is what I become. And that was Job's problem. Job got into strife because he started to walk in fear, he would start offering sacrifices to God, not out of faith, but out of fear that someone in his family had done something wrong. It's like if you start to give tithes and offerings because you're afraid, oh, I'm afraid that if I don't, then you know God will be upset with me or something bad will happen, and so you give out of fear rather than out of faith. Yeah? And we start to do things throughout our life because we're afraid of what might happen. We're afraid of... And that's framing it up into the devil's playground. Does that make sense? 
So I love the next bit because Jude goes, look, this is all happening out there. There's this ungodly stuff happening all around that's devoid of the Spirit. But he says, but you, beloved. I love that. He starts that you're loved. He starts with love. You know, more and more I walk in, as we walk into what God's doing, I find everything just starts with love. That when you start from a, a perspective of love, you start, to st- you start from heaven. When you start to see things from a love perspective, it actually changes how you see what's in front of you. You know, there are people that I've wanted to take a baseball bat and I've said to God, look, just five minutes in the flesh and a baseball bat, we can solve a few issues. But that's not God's perspective of love. Yeah? When you start from love, you start to see people differently. You start to see situations differently. So he says, beloved, build yourself up in the most holy faith. So first thing is, start from love. Second thing is, to build yourself up in faith. If you're getting hammered somewhere, build yourself up in faith. If you're struggling somewhere, build yourself up in faith. Build your faith in that area. If you're looking at something and going, well, I'm feeling overwhelmed with this, this is too much, then you need to build yourself up and build your faith muscles in that area. And how do we do that? Romans tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Start getting the Word of God and meditating on it, speaking on it, speaking it over and over, stepping up from and change your perspective of you know, how God sees the situation compared to how you've been seeing the situation. How does God see it? Is God looking at it going, oh, that's a really big one. I don't think I can handle that. You know, or is he going, come up here. Come up here and see your situation from my perspective. And that's a battle sometimes to be up there. You know, I was talking to someone this morning and they're going, you know, oh, I'm really you know, fear afraid of something. And I said, you stepped into heaven over this and you saw it. And they went, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, every time you come to that situation, that fear comes, get that picture of you as you're doing it in heaven. Because when they saw themselves doing it in heaven, they went into a faith perspective and they were able to do it. And we need to do that. We need to remind ourselves that God is in control. God's, God's got this if we walk in his way. You know, Satan is this little weedy thing God's bigger than, you know, I mean, he says he measures the universe with the span of his hand. And the best Satan could do was find a snake. By revelation, he gets to a dragon that still doesn't measure the universe. You know what I mean? And we're seated with him. And he's in us and we're in him. So no matter how big Satan thinks he is, he's still this weedy little thing. That's selling a lie. He's selling a lie. So build yourself up in faith. Get what God says about it and start speaking it from heaven's perspective. And then he says the next thing, pray in the Holy Spirit. I think this is one that we miss a lot. This is a really, really powerful thing to be doing is praying in the Spirit. I think too often we can sort of go, you know, we might get into a bit of worship or something or a bit of our prayer time and we pray for a few minutes in the Spirit and we let it go and... Uh, you know, if you can build up the discipline of praying for, for long periods in the Spirit, it actually starts to edify you, and it means that it actually starts to build faith within you because it takes the word that you've been, you've been speaking and it starts to put it within you 
and starts to engage your spirit and your spirit takes more control than what your mind and your flesh does. Yeah? Because it takes faith to pray in the Holy Spirit. Like Paul says, you know, we don't know what you're praying. But you're speaking the language of angels. Now think about it. If you're speaking the language of angels, who are you probably talking to? You're talking to angels or you're talking to God. Because God commands the angels, right? Does that make sense? So you're starting to actually be a part of the heavenly authority structure. And that's why God actually he calls us gods. The Bible says we're gods. We're not God. But it says we're gods because we have authority and the ability to speak into situations. So rather than seeing what's in front of you is huge, start praying in the Spirit over it. And push through that, oh, I've, you know, I feel like I've done enough. Oh, I feel like it's where. Uh, push through the feelings where praying in the Spirit is a massive part of what you do. Because when you pray in the Spirit, you're speaking the language of heaven. And it takes the word that you've been putting in and building up that faith and takes it, it's like it supercharges it. And you start to break situations apart. And God starts to move. And then he finishes with, keep yourself in what? In the love of God. So he bookends walking in victory with love. He says, start with love and end with love. And in the middle, put a whole lot of word and a whole lot of spirit. See, Christianity is really simple, isn't it? This God in life is really simple. Walk in love. Walk in the word. Walk in the spirit. When you've got that, it says then you receive the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life and you start to enact heaven on earth. I love Jude. I love what he says. Now, of course, doing it is a whole other thing. Because at times you don't feel like walking in love, yeah? <laughs> and so we try and justify our lack of love sometimes. Yeah? You know, there are times you want to go, oh, God, just, just take him out, you know? <laughs> just take him out. I'm thinking, you know, with the mercy that he's shown us for the things that we've done, if his attitude was just take him out, we'd probably none of us sitting here, right? But start with love. And if you struggle with that, say, God, show me how you see the situation. Show me your picture of this situation. Show me your love in this situation. And then show me from your word what I can pray over this. Give me a word to speak. And then pray in the Holy Spirit. When you're out of words in English and you've taken the word and you've spoken that word and your faith is building up, start to pray in the Spirit and let it supercharge the word of God and bring it to life within you. And then when you finish, thank God, walking in love. And let his mercy and his grace flow. 
I'm going to leave that there. What? Sorry? But I really want to encourage you to, to just take that. I know it sounds really simple and really, oh, really? But it's actually power. The, the power. Love has got to be the framework. Because when you walk in love, you start to walk in honour. When you walk in love, you start to walk in peace. When you walk in love, you start to walk in joy. When you walk in love, then faith rises up. Start your journey with love and you'll know what God wants to do. You know, sometimes there's a righteous anger that comes through on the back of love that says deal with the situation. Sometimes it takes a fight to push through with that love and break a situation. But we need to walk in that love backed up with the Word of God, with the power of the Spirit and a lot more love. We want to honour you, Father. We want to honour you you surround us with your love, that you fill us with your love, that we have capacity. The love of Jesus that he gave when he died on the cross and rose again, that ultimate love, that ultimate sacrifice, we have that love within us to share with the world. Father, I pray that your word come alive. Refresh your spirit to us. that your love may flow through us in Jesus' name. Amen.